Hi, I'm Kira. And I'm Sarah. And And you're you're listening to Decom Mission. Christmas decom week. Uh, this is like a heart monitor with ups and the downs. Downs and the ups, I should say. Yeah. Maybe Christmas again will be good, but Ethan was saying that he got an ad for that's it. What, that's that what I was saying. I went I went to a movie and they had preview. Obviously, they have previews, but before the previews, they have like, you know, like other previews and commercials and stuff. Oh, the like pre previews, yeah, like, the, yeah. like 50 minutes of stuff they play before movies. And there was one that came up and it was like that horror movie. I can't remember. Is it Happy Death Day where someone wakes up and it's the same day every Why day? Have, I thought Happy Death Day came out like four years yeah, ago. Yeah, well, it is an older movie. And I'm like, this preview for this Christmas movie seems like that movie where someone wakes up and it's the same day and they live it over and over again. But I'm like, ah, it just doesn't look good from this ad like i would never want to see this movie and then at the very end it's like disney channel original movie christmas again and i'm like oh no we're watching that in a couple weeks i don't wanna but maybe it looked worse than it really is what movie did you go see Encanto. how was it i so at the beginning of it i'm like i don't know if i really like this and then of course at the end the disney magic i'm like oh my gosh i like it now but i'm usually a lin-manuel miranda fan and i just wasn't really feeling the music in this one as much. All right. Well, I'm not a Lin-Manuel Miranda fan, <laughs> as we have discussed many times. I think his music is good. His beats are good. His lyrics are garbage. <sighs> so. Darn. I, 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 I don't think you'll like this movie. one, lyric-wise. No. Oh, but, no. But maybe you will, like because I like his other, like, obviously there's stuff in Moana that, like, the rhyming of island over Island. <laughs> And Moana said 4,000 times because what is his thing with people saying their names? I don't understand. That's my biggest issue I have with him. So what I mean when I say that he's really good beats, like if you look at Hamilton, when you see the young, scrappy and hungry, like that beat, that's a really cool beat cycle. But then they say Alexander Hamilton about 3,000 times in the entire really span to of get the show. You know that's know not that even an exaggeration. It's the, it's the name of the show. <laughs> It's just, it just... But yeah, I like Hamilton. I like In the Heights. This movie, I I liked it. The the concept, the plot, the characters, I liked. I just, it wasn't really feeling the music. And maybe it's one of those movies where you listen to it more times and, like, it grows on you because that's happened for me before, too. We'll see. I mean, see. that's what happened with me with Coco. Yeah. Because Coco... I was going to say, Coco, Coco I, I, now I, I love Coco and the music in Coco. I love Coco now like it took me it took me like three or four watches to really like it I mean the first time we watched it I thought it was gorgeous and I really enjoyed the uh you know the aspect of Coco being you know kind of brought back with the music but the stupid Pixar Disney twist villain was not surprising yet again and not well done yet again and it's just it was just one of those things where I was like Ugh, this is frustrating, but now I'm able to kind of look back on it and look at the absolutely ridiculous color palette of that mm-hmm. movie, which is so gorgeous, and the lighting, and and it's and the character animations of them as, as skeletons, and it's just 
I I also this is just a me thing. Okay, so one thing I really don't like about Coco is I do not like the kid who plays Miguel's voice right. in English. I think he's really neatly in singing, <laughs> and you watch it in Spanish because the kid who plays Miguel in Spanish is so good. Yeah. I think he's the only the only thing I'll say is that the guy who plays um so Benjamin Bratt is uh, Ernesto de la Cruz in in English and he's very good. The guy's Ernesto de la Cruz in Spanish is fine. But it's honestly he's not he's not as bad as the English guy. I know it's just super mean because he's a child, yeah. but he's just I cannot stand his voice. There's just something that grates me about nasally voices because when I was a kid and even when I was in college, like people would make fun of my nasal voice. And, like, I went through, like, speech therapy, basically, in college. Not really speech therapy, but it was, like, I had speech classes for my major. Yeah. And I had teachers that would be like, you're too nasally. You're too nasally. And now I'm like, oh. It's my voice. So like, it's triggering. <laughs> it's just triggering. Well, so, good thing we didn't record on Thursday because I would have been way more nasally than I am today. But then I would have felt great. <laughs> no, then I would have been like, oh, no, I'm not going to be the nasally yeah. one on this. I can recording. still tell my voice is, like, really low compared to what it normally is. And I'm still sultry. <laughs> I'm just gonna record no, but, okay, so the kid the rest of the time. <laughs> so the kid who plays Miguel in Spanish, his version of uh uh El Tiro es mi corazón is just heartbreakingly beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like it just fills you with that kind of longing and joy and warmth and love that's you know, it's because it's the last song in the movie. So if you've seen Coco, it's one where it's kind of like a year in the f- future. And it's just, oh, it's so good. And his, his Un Poco Loco is amazing. Like, it's, and oh, so what's interesting about Coco is the fact that in Spanish, the only person who does both the English and Spanish voice of their characters, the guy who plays Hector, which is fascinating oh, I didn't because even most that. of the characters, yeah, most of the people who voice the characters in English are also. I was just going to say, you would think if they if they like cast them the way they should have, they should be also speaking like they should be bilingual. So I mean, but... it, yeah, I'm not sure. Well, I mean, so I know at least for one of them. So if anyone's seen Jane the Virgin, the guy Jane the Virgin, Jane the Virgin. The guy who's Rogelio de la Vega is Miguel's dad in Coco, and he speaks Spanish fluently. So it's just it's, but he's not in the Spanish version. It's just, weird. It's very interesting. Yeah, it's it's fascinating to me, and I'm not I'm not I'm not just discouraging the people who voice it in Spanish. They're great. Like they do absolutely amazing jobs. So I'm not saying anything, but it's just it's just it's just interesting to me. Yeah. Do you think it has anything to do with the training of like lip reading and like? voicing it to merge with that and they didn't have the training for that i mean you know more about that stuff than i do hmm that's all fascinating and i actually didn't think about that that's actually that that's very possible my guess was that it had to do with location Mm. because while i mean this was made in you know 2016 or whatever so remote recording was still not super leaned into basically so if I was thinking it might be like, oh, well, they're all near the studio in Mexico right. or something. So, but I, yeah, I, I'm I'm not sure. Yeah. I think I, maybe with, with Encanto, I think maybe I was thinking it would be more like Coco and it would have more of that like authentic cultural feel with the music. And I think ooh. maybe that's where, because I think, is it supposed to be in, which is, is fascinating because they're Rico? both that. I don't know actually. I because I, I thought it was supposed to be Portuguese. I like and for year for years since I knew that Encanto was coming out. I thought it was Brazilian. I thought it was Portuguese, but it's not. Let me look. Don't Let ask me, look me why I thought it was. But what I think is fascinating is that both Coco and Encanto are 
composed by Latinx people mm-hmm. because there's Lynn Manuel Miranda, obviously, and then there's the Lopez couple yeah. who don't get me started on Christina Anderson Lopez's lyrics. Don't do it. I've already done it multiple times <laughs> in this, this podcast. She's not a good lyricist, but Bobby Lopez is an absolutely immaculate composer. So I, I whatever. And she's gotten better. Yeah. Anyway, I think it looks like it's supposed to be in Colombia. Oh, okay. But it just so doesn't it's, have... It's, it's South America. Like, a lot of the dancing and the the costuming and everything, it seems like it should be. But then you have this hip-hop music where it's like, it just doesn't have the, like, historic cultural feel that I feel like um, Coco had, where they have yeah. the mariachi and I don't know. When is it supposed to take place? Uh, that's the other thing. Like, I felt like it was supposed to be taking place further back in time, but maybe it wasn't. Yeah, because I think... Maybe like, not. Yeah, that's what I'm confused about. So I'm like, I get really... Con- the juxtaposition of music styles in that way confuses me. If it's supposed to be modern day, then, like, I give it... It's like, you know, whatever. Music is music. But if it's supposed to be kind of in the past and you're doing this hip-hop, it's like... This worked for Hamilton because it was in in theater. It's stage. There's a different sense of dis- of suspension of disbelief there. Movies, movies. You're not actually immersed in them as you are in theater. Like you're not able. That bubble is very different. But that's just that's just me. Yeah. Um. Also, going back to Coco though. So, Philhar uh, Magic, which is uh, a kind of show thing that's in Disneyland and Disney World added a Coco segment. I am not going to lie to anyone on this podcast. I cried. It's so beautiful. I will probably cry. So I'm excited to see it. It's so sweet. And it's... Here's my other thing about... The other reason I cried is because this is the hope that I've had for PhilharMagic since it came out 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. It's not exactly 20 years ago, but since it came out however many years ago... It definitely and needed a revamp because it hurt my it hurt my eyes so seeing many... that movie. <laughs> or the... well, they, they also remastered yeah. it and it looks it's so those much clearer now. It looks hurt my great. eyes so much watching the those. remaster is really nice. So there's also that. Um, but I was always like, oh, they could have done stuff with Tangled, like I have a dream. They could have done stuff with uh, Wreck It Ralph, like that would have been cool. Wreck It Ralph would have been tough because of licensing issues, but. Uh, they could have figured it out with like Sugar Rush and whatnot, and it doesn't really have songs, so there's that aspect. But the fact, and I don't like Frozen, as we've mentioned, but the fact that there wasn't a Frozen in- injection is surprising. That is surprising. I don't think yeah. it's bad. I think it's fine. But you would think that they would much put that rather in there with how popular it is, or yeah, or Moana or something. So I hope they keep doing this because it was gorgeous and it was fun, and there was so much like just Disney magic in it. Yeah. So. So I can't find anything about. Own what year it's supposed Encanto is supposed to take place in, but at the beginning they are escaping an armed conflict and they're trying to escape. So I don't know. Honestly, that could be hmm. any time in history, but... <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I'm terrible with like, history to... and um, all yeah. that, the years of things. Oh, well. So it's Ethan. Anyway, but today we're here to talk about Good oh, Luck yeah. It's Christmas. <laughs> we're just going to uh, jump right into Christmas you can tell, time. As you may be able to tell, we don't want to talk about Good Luck Charlie. It's Christmas. It's not awful. It's just, well, uh, just spoilers. It just, it's just not. It's just. Boring. It just reminds me of the Sweet Life movie where it's just. It's yeah. supposed to be a show, and it just doesn't translate to movie 
as well. No. It seems like an, an elongated TV episode. Right. And also, it's just... Uh, let me read... Okay, let me read the blurb, and then I'll get into my blurb, and then I'll get into my feelings. All right. TVG. It's how you know it's going to be good. <laughs> Only if it's G. 2011. Yeah. 2011, hour 22. Coming of age, family, and comedy. How is this coming of age? I get that Teddy wants to, like, show that she's an adult. She doesn't really do that. No. I mean, I guess there... I mean, there's kids that are younger that are also, like, coming of age, but they don't show them in the movie as much. Really? It's yeah, mostly just Teddy uh, and her mom. And then a little bit of side stuff with the dad and the brothers yeah. and Charlie. Yeah. I'll let it slide, but, like... Mm. All right, so the Duncans get separated en route to visit Amy's parents for Christmas. From hitchhiking and alien abductions to paintball and video games, the family will need a Christmas miracle to reunite in Palm Springs in time for the holiday. Along the way, they'll learn that quick thinking and kind gestures will pave the way to their Christmas celebration. Sure. Sure. I wouldn't think I wouldn't say that kind gestures is really something that paves the way. No, it's more like awkward interactions with people yeah. at coffee shop like roadside coffee shops and uh yeah. strangers on the street also, there in aren't Las alien Vegas. abductions there's there's people who think that they were abducted by aliens that's different yeah, that's true we did not see any aliens in this movie maybe that would have yeah. made it more exciting honestly what's the mini blurb? mini blurb is just the duncans need a miracle of their own to reunite in time for christmas so basically just Better. a little that chunk good. out of the big blurb that's fine. That one's better than the big mm-hmm. one. So as we mentioned, this is really similar in feeling and tone to the Sweet Life movie. I will say this is slightly better in that facet than the Sweet Life movie and possibly just kind of a little bit better overall. Mm-hmm. Because the Sweet Life movie, you really had to know things from the yes. show. This one, you basically just kind of had got to see a family having a weird right and i filled you in as much as i knew because i didn't watch good luck charlie all the time but my younger sister gina watched it a lot so i would catch it when she was watching it so i knew enough to be able to watch this movie the same thing with the sweet life movie yeah you you did the same thing sweet life was one i watched for a couple years before i got old enough that i'm like i'm not watching sweet life anymore anyway i knew the backstory of both movies but i do still feel like this one did a better job of like you said not having to have seen it before yeah so and it it wasn't like there was a lot of exposition it just it just didn't call back to really obscure parts of the show or like things that only happened in like the later episodes of the show right and this this, mind you this movie also wasn't it didn't cap off that's what i was just gonna say this wasn't the finale of the whole series this was just in the middle which is even weirder, this, honestly. Yeah. Like <laughs> this is just setting up for another baby to be born. Yeah, spoilers, Sarah. Sorry. Spoiler. It's I assume not most even, people. It's not subtle. I assume most people it's, who are listening to this have probably seen it or don't care if they have. It's not seen subtle. It. Yeah. Immediately when the mom's like, when Teddy was the the older daughter is like, "Mom, why are you freaking out?" She's like, "But this Christmas, it has to be special," and it's like she's pregnant. Yeah. Like. There's like, no oh, way I'm it, getting I morning sickness all the time. Like, why am I throwing yeah. up? Oh, I'm so hungry all the time. Oh, my hormones. Well, she knew she knew she was pregnant. Right. The mom knew she was yeah. pregnant. Teddy was just despite the fact that her youngest sister is like two years old, had no idea what was going on. So here's my main problem with that aspect of this movie. 
why do they need to have another kid when the whole premise of this show and movie is that they're making these video diaries for Charlie, who's the youngest? Yeah. My guess is that it's unplanned. An unplanned baby? I get that. But... No, no, no. I'm just talking from a writing standpoint. Oh, right. And you figured out... So the person who played Amy was pregnant. Was pregnant, yeah. But they could have hit it. There have been... Years and years of people being pregnant on shows yep. and it being hidden. How Once they I get too mother, big, friends, they, like, they don't record for a while. Or I don't know. <laughs> there's there's ways to get around it. Yeah. So it's just it just it just it, it seems like a misstep in that direction. I normally I'm like yeah sure whatever, but this one specifically I'm like the whole premise of the show is that they're recording these videos for the youngest sibling. Yeah, so now are they going to start recording for the other youngest I can't remember. I don't think I've seen episodes after this movie came out, so I don't know what they do after this. Just bizarre. Just so weird. So, the premise of this movie is that they're going to the mom's parents' house in Palm Springs, and they're on the plane, and the the flight attendant is like we overbooked if someone would like to uh take a later flight you can get a free ticket which is not exactly how it works you get a voucher you don't get an actual right. ticket and it's usually like an email anyway <laughs> here's a ticket with um, no destination no dates <laughs> yeah which comes into play later so teddy gets off and then the mom's like i have to follow her and then apparently she was able to do that despite the fact she's like 16 years old and I couldn't figure out how old she was supposed to be because at one point she said, I'm an she adult. She was driving. So she's, is she eight? No, PJ was 18, right? No, she's not. So she must be like 16 or 17. I don't know, 17. but the only thing that I know that she's at least 16 is because she drives. Yeah. She drives the car at one point. And I don't think that the mom would let her do that with a permit. Yeah. Well, even when they got off the plane, the mom was like, ah, you think I'm going to let my child go off by, Six- on their own? And the flight attendant's just like, oh. I think she said my 16-year-old okay. daughter too. So yeah, she shouldn't have been able to just. No, that was a huge plot hole. I was like, they they wouldn't have let her do this without her mom's permission. And I don't think the mom would have been like, yeah, absolutely. No, she would have been like, no, absolutely not. And so the mom and the daughter have to make their way across from Colorado to Palm Springs. Because all the other flights are All sorts of mishaps ensued. Yeah. Yeah. So they get on a bus and then nobody likes the mom on the bus because she hogs the bathroom. And then... They aren't allowed back on the bus, and then they have to rent a car, but they can't find a car rental, and they buy this really crappy car that falls apart, and then they hitch a ride with the this old couple who thinks that they were adopted by aliens, and then they get to Las Vegas, and then they get their luggage stolen by this girl, and then they busk on the side of the on the sidewalk by doing these absolutely horrible, totally not rehearsed, but definitely look rehearsed, like Christmas songs. Mm-hmm. Anyway, was dumb. And there was like there was like a huge crowd giving them a bunch of money. I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> People would just be walking no. by that in Vegas, but movie yeah. magic, right? Um, yeah. So then they run into the girl who stole their luggage. Turns out that she's in the same position as, as Teddy, but her mom didn't believe in her, and so she's now on her own. She doesn't know how to get home. And so they give her this free free for all ticket, basically, to go on a plane anywhere. And so uh and then so then on the opposite side with the the dad and the sons and Charlie, so the grandma hates the dad. That's a huge part of it. Charlie sucks because she's two. <laughs> and so the dad and the two sons have to go and pick up uh, pick up Teddy and the mom in Vegas and they get stopped on the way and get sucked into this like 
video game and yeah, real it's life like thing LARPing, but the younger video son games. knows about. It's, it's basically LARPing for video games. Yeah, it's it's really silly and totally unnecessary. Totally, wholly unnecessary. And then they meet up again, and that's it. Yeah. Well, Teddy and her mom ride a bike for, what, nine... Oh, 90 yeah, bike. Mi- How was it? 90 miles or so? 19. 19. I thought it was 19 Oh, I heard miles. 90. 19 isn't as impressive. <laughs> there is no way they, they rode bikes. Well, that's what I remember for, thinking. I'm like, 90 yeah. miles? No. There's no way in the desert. No. At night? That would be cold as frick. Yep. Like, the desert in December is not hot, friends, at night. Yeah. So anyway, they all meet up um. at this restaurant that they all... That Teddy and her mom stopped at during their bike ride and... Yeah, because the people who are running that video game LARPing were able to pinpoint her cell phone location. Uh, and they that's took, they took him a chopper. <laughs> he took a chopper. Anyway, that's this movie. It's that's a lot going on. Like, I get it's supposed to be like yeah. a chaotic thing, but. And that it's so supposed to be over-exaggerated. It's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's not farcical enough. It's not campy. It's just... What if a Disney Channel show was shot with movie cameras? And they didn't have the audience laughing in the background like they normally do. (laughs) Also, this is mean. The performers in this show are fine, except for the girl who plays Teddy. She's bad. See, I didn't mind her as much, but maybe it's because I've been watching her more. She's so boring. She has not... Like, she's not funny... I'm not going to say the mean thing about how I think that she's ugly, because that's mean. I'm not going to... I'm going to say it to you now so you know that I'm not going to say it. I just, she she's not as charismatic as, I mean, also putting her with the woman who plays the mom, she's great. Mm-hmm. So it's a really bad just, like, having her next to one of the best performers in the show. Jason Dolly is obviously yes. amazing. The kid who plays the younger brother is great. Oh, the can we talk about the dad? The dad? <laughs> because yeah. I can't can believe I didn't catch this. So it, this movie is starting. The dad shows up. And Kira's like, do you know where he's from? And I'm like... No, should I? Where you've seen him, not like oh. where he's from in the world. Yeah, like where have you seen him before? I'm like, I don't know. Like I'm so Kira I'm is so this, like... good at recognizing faces, <laughs> and this is one I should have known. But that just shows how bad I am at recognizing faces. I'm like, I have no idea. So she's like, she gives me a clue. She's like, Oh, was it? Hey, I can't swim. I can't I swim. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh my gosh, it's Men in Tights, and I couldn't believe I didn't recognize him because it's so John. obvious. But yeah, even watching yeah, this show before, I'd never types. put the two together. I was so disappointed in myself. But see, I I recognize the movie quotes. I just don't know the faces. <laughs> yeah, because, which is hysterical <laughs> to me that I can go, I can't swim. I can't swim. Like, <laughs> Sarah knows exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> to be fair, it's Men in Tights. I mean, we quote that movie all the time. I know, but it's, it's, it's not like the Jew say Abe Lincoln. Abe Lincoln. <laughs> A Jew. No, yeah. I said Abe Lincoln. <laughs> Um, anyway, so I think that's my problem with the girl who plays Teddy, is that she's kind of up against a lot of really strong performers, and she's just kind of blah. I should say, like, maybe in another show or with other people, she wouldn't seem quite as blah. She's not bad. I rescind saying that she's bad. She's just really run-of-the-mill fine. Mm -hmm. Like, she's not someone that I would go, like, oh, they're gonna be in something else, I'll go see them. Like, Jason Dolly, I adore Jason Dolly. Like, I would see him in stuff. We loved him in this. We loved him in Minutemen. Yeah. We love him in whatever. Oh, Read Him Read and Weep is the other one we haven't seen oh, right. yet. I didn't even know he was in the that movie. Sisters. I only know that because I, I, it was in the IMDb trivia that he has been in four Disney Channel original ah, movies. That'll be our fourth. Which is a lot. It's a lot. 
Um, yeah, I want to start with the moral because uh, it does fit our moral mo- mo- moral mold. <laughs> that's hard to say for these Christmas movies because it really is something along the lines of like, uh, no matter what it takes, being together at Christmas is the greatest yep. feeling. In Another family based one. The only one thing I really like thought about because I didn't really think about this one too much since we watched it was like home is where the heart is, but something more like holiday theme, like with family, like yeah. The holiday, Christmas the holiday is where, is your, where your family is. I don't know. Yeah, the holiday is where your family is. The ho- yeah, and then it's also like the only, ooh, uh, the only other moral I can really think of is something along the lines of like change isn't bad. Everybody grows up. You've got to let your children, you know, make decisions for themselves. Yeah. Like, I feel like there were a lot of little things that they were throwing in, but I think the yeah. the family thing was definitely the biggest. Yeah, it was very much a uh, Christmas. No matter what, Christmas is still Christmas as long as you're with your family. Yeah. Even if you're not putting a star on a tree, it's still Christmas with your family. Yep, <laughs> that's it. You did it. I'm serious. Like, that's perfect. Because Even though they do end up putting this... the star on the tree in the end. I know. Well, there's this underlying thing about how the mom's like, we won't be able to put the star the on the tree like we do every year. It's like, oh my God, who cares? Looking at the other Christmas morals that we have, I would say it's better than Twas the Night, but definitely, well, I have to look at what we actually did for the ultimate Christmas Yeah, present. we both did, well, I did 7-5, you did 7-7-5. Seven, seven, well, I, I, I more went with the actual moral oh. ones, because I don't remember. The ultimate Christmas The ultimate present. Christmas Go ahead. Oh, the ultimate Christmas present is getting to spend the holiday with those you love. I mean, that's kind of what this one is, too. I mean, it's the same as the Twas the Night one, but the Twas the Night one, just, they just didn't do it well. We just them all a little different. I think the I Ultimate mean, Christmas really. Present did it a little better than this yeah, movie. I would, Not much. Yeah, I would say this is like a 6-5. Yeah, I was... Yeah, going to the mat. Yeah, yeah, I would say this is about at the going to the mat level, where it's like, it, does a, it doesn't do it badly. It doesn't do it great. It's It does it, and it follows through. Yeah. So, yeah, I think a 6.5 is fine. I was trying to see what I had at a 6.75. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Scroll, scroll, yeah, scroll, scroll, they are. Okay, maybe I don't have a 6.75. Ooh, a new number. Okay, I'm just going to stick with a 675. I don't think I have one. Do it. Feels right. So, yeah. So, moral? Yeah. Test of time. I know exactly what movie I want to equate this to. do you? Because I have no idea. Cloud Nine. It feels exactly the same level because they're wearing way too much makeup. That's like the, a good point. The like Teddy the bad effects, like absolutely points. Ridiculous amount of makeup. Yep, bad effects. There's that weird slow motion that the dad does. Did they come out around the, the same time too? Yes. I'm pretty sure Cloud Nine... Cloud Nine might have come out, like, a couple of years later. It might have been, like, 2014. Yeah. I mean, I do feel like the 2010 to 13 era was very, like, heavy makeup. And not just in movies, but, like, in general. Yeah. The, yeah, the early 2010s was just so much yeah, makeup. because I remember I personal experience. Like, that was the time when, like, college was starting, oh, and I yeah. was still like, oh, my gosh, like, full of makeup. And, you know, do oh, your I thing. I used to wear like, all yeah. those eyeshadow. Like, I used to wear the... I would do, like... I would do these like watercolor style eyeshadows in high school. Yeah. My our friend Nicole and I would do it, and it was yeah. fun. 
But I look back and I'm like, God, that's so much makeup. And right now I wear nothing. I know. It's all about like I natural look nothing. now. And I'm like, oh, I go to work and I Thank just don't God. really <laughs> throw on some mascara and maybe foundation. And that's it. Like, Yeah. So I have Cloud9 in a 525. And honestly, that's where I'm putting this. Because they they feel so similar in time. Yeah. Like they just really do. And the only thing that I will say about this one that feels a little bit less but I'm not going to put it any less. It's just, it does feel like a show. Like it feels, it, that one definitely felt more like a movie and this one feels more like a show. Yeah. But it's not, that's not its fault. That's just kind of what happens when you make a movie about a show. Yeah. So I have Cloud9 at a 475. So I gave that one a harsher rating than you did. Out of curiosity, I just want to see what I put Sweet Life as because it's the same like, show to movie concept with some bad pretty effects. I'm sure I put it. I'm pretty sure I put the Sweet Life movie way lower because the, there were more effects and they were really bad. So much worse. Yeah, I'm just curious. Really I gave that bad. one. Oh, I gave that one a four or five, so I can't go under that. So uh, yeah, I'll do a four seven five for I this gave one it a five. too. I didn't give it that much lower. Actually. I only gave it a five. Yeah, so I definitely want to give this above the Sweet yeah. Life, and I think a four five two five is fine. All right, four seven five for me. <laughs> well, well, aren't we just? Living it up. Um, <sighs> so overall, I know I want to put it above Sweet Life still. Yes. And I have that one only... at a C. I can't believe I have that at a base C. But then I look at like my C minuses and I'm like, no, this isn't a C minus. Yeah. I think I'm still going to put this one at a C plus. But like a low C plus. Because that's what I have Invisible Sister at. Actually, I have Cloud9 at a C minus, which is crazy to me that I have the Sweet Life at a C. Are you switching things up? Because I, I don't know. But now I'm like looking. I Brink at a C, Upside Down Magic at a C, Cloud9 at a C minus. Is that my only C minus? No, I have Twitches too at a C minus. I f- and going to the mat at a C minus. I'm gonna save that for the end of season wrap whether i change it or not but i feel like it shouldn't be a c minus <laughs> especially because i feel like this is a c movie especially looking at my other c movies i'm like yeah this is about this is about a c i wouldn't say it's a c plus necessarily right now my c pluses are pixel perfect invisible sister i have motocross twitches all at c pluses but i think those are all high what is our c plus range let me see 51 to 58. I think I'm going to give it just a 51, so the lowest of the C. I was also going to say, I think I'm just going to give it a 51. Right now, for my C pluses, I have Twitches at a 55, which Twitches is better than mm-hmm. this. Not not by a lot, but uh, I have Pixel Perfect at a 51, which I'll probably bump that up to a 52. With that, we're so and in then sync I have today. Invisible Sister at a 55. Yeah, I think the lowest C plus I have on the board right now is a fifty-four. Twitches. Even though you're you're so much meaner than me, because you give Pixel Perfect a C minus, and I'm like C plus. <laughs> I was also way but more. I, think... I have double teamed at a C plus too, and I was harsh with that one. There is something about double teamed. I think it's just Heidi. I think there's just something about double teamed where I want it. To be, I'd like. There's just a little bit of heart in it, and I'm like, no, B minus, it's fine. But I think I would watch Pixel Perfect before I watched this movie. That's my only, like, that's the thing. 
And you obviously it's two, yeah, two I just, grades different. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I still don't think I want to watch Pixel Perfect ever again. <laughs> but <laughs> I think Pixel Perfect is so funny. <laughs> like the thing is, like, Pixel Perfect is just so goony. Like it's just so ridiculous and dumb. Yeah. <laughs> This and it, it doesn't try to be like it's, it's trying, trying to be it's so like, to be this, like popular like oh look at this dancer yeah. going across this the is stage. trying to be funny and it, I'm like I don't like things that are really trying to be funny that's why that's why I liked Hatching Pete because it's not trying to be funny it's just it, it trying just to be a movie way, it's, yeah. it's it's a comedy obviously but it's not trying so hard to to make people laugh like with a laugh track like this is because it's a freaking TV show. But anyway, that's just my thought process because I want this. For now, I want this to be uh, the lowest C plus, and then at the season wrap, I'll look at my C C pluses. My C's are all kind of out of whack anyway, because I didn't have many for like the first two seasons of this show until like Halloween season of this year. I had like no C minuses. I had like no C's. Yeah, I had too many. Was that too many B's? I think I had a lot of B's. A lot of bees. Because, because our range bees. was so because, messed up that first season. Well, our range was really messed up. But also, that's where the movies we watched fit. Yeah. Like, we just are finally getting into the kind of middle of the Yeah, road which kind of sucks that we're seas. in a rut of <laughs> mediocre movies that aren't terrible. But they're I not- mean, we are and we aren't. I mean, uh, Halloween ones weren't great across the board, but... Uh, Mom's Got a Day with the Vampire is great. The Ultimate yeah. Christmas Present has been yeah, great. Yeah, we've had a couple, but, like, overall, I feel like... Yeah. We haven't had as many hits as we did our first couple seasons. I mean, we just started this season. True. We do have a uh, Camp Rock coming up, so we'll see how that one goes. Wait, no, we didn't just start this season. We started this. Did we start this season with Smart House? Oh my god! Yeah, it's it's it feels weird because we've had a couple holidays. I'm dumb. So. Yeah, but we stopped. But Smart House was a B minus. Alligator Strike was a B plus. Luckily, Irish was a B. Even Steven's movie was a B minus. I'm saying these are just mine, but they're pretty comparable. Mom's gonna do with the vampire was a B plus. Phantom of the Megaplex, I would have B minus for some reason. That needs to change. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zombies and Zombies Two were Bs and B pluses. And Wendy Wu was like a minus B plus for you. Ultimate Christmas was a B plus. This season has been true. I pretty, think I'm thinking of like strong. The, like, Den Brother, like, the range before we started the season, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Last season yeah. was rough. The thing is, it was last season where it, like, started pretty strong, and then we had that great B section with Buffalo Dreams and the High School Musicals and Patching Pete. And we also had Cadet Kelly and Ryan on track. It's the thing is, that season started really strong, and then the uh, the second half was horrible, yeah. except for the Descendants movies. Rip the swap! Yeah, I think it's just the movies, like, um... True confessions and going to the mat that yeah. were like so bad that they really stuck with me and were like, oh my gosh, they like ruined <laughs> all the movies. You didn't like going to the mat more than I did, uh, but then we also I didn't like going go go figure more than yeah. you did. It's funny we kind of like oh, flip flopped on those two movies, didn't we? Yeah. Well, the thing is, we we haven't had really any run of the mill movies like so far this season. Like the most run of the mill movie we've had is Twitches. Yeah. Uh. I just feel like if they're going to tackle I, a really, yeah. like, serious topic, then they should do it really well. Otherwise, I'm going to be really critical of them. Are you talking about going to the mat? I'm talking about both. <laughs> going to the mat and True Confessions. Like, any oh, sort of, like, disability-based well, yeah. movie that they're trying to do. 
Oh, I will concede the going the going to the mat. They were trying at least. True confessions. They were like, yeah, Look at that's us. true. We're amazing. <laughs> Look at what we're doing for people with mental handicaps. Oh, They're worse gosh. than we are. God, I hate that movie. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Hi. Yeah, I'll look at that. That'll be for this season wrap. I'm gonna just destroy the movie. <laughs> uh, don't watch that freaking movie, anyone. Um, yeah. So we have one more Christmas movie. Which is Christmas again, as we talked about. Hope it's better Neither than it looks seen, like. Have seen it. Yeah. Apparently, well, okay. But here's the thing I will say about Disney Channel original movie commercials and trailers. They're they bad. Are. I did keep that in mind when I saw that at the end. I'm like, okay, Disney Channel yeah. original movie. That means that the trailer's probably not great. Because <laughs> I remember the trailer for Cadet Kelly and going, this looks awful. Oh, my God. And then watching this, like, is, this amazing. is my favorite thing ever. I'm going to highlight this whenever this is in the TV guide in the newspaper. I'm oh, trying to re- look up that movie, the horror movie that I, this person wakes up. I'll probably figure this out for the next. I think movie. it's. I think it's what you called it. Okay. I think it's the Happy Death Day. Happy Death Day. Yeah. Blissfully self-centered collision who wakes up on her birthday in the bed of a student named Carter. Oh, maybe it's not. She once again magically wakes up in Carter's room unharmed. No, I think that's it. Sure? I remember it being like a girl keeps waking yeah. up. And then I remember it going, going happy death day. Yes. And I was like, what? <laughs> I never saw it, but I saw the previews for it. Oh, I never saw it. Yeah, that was one of those trailers where I was like, mm. When is the movie? The oh, ground, Groundhog Day pops up when I search. Well, yeah, it's just time, Groundhog yeah. Day, but for Christmas. Uh, what the? F- oh, <laughs> all I can think of is the Bye Bye Man. But the thing is... What is that? So the bi- it's a horror movie, and I have no idea what it's about, but there's a poster, and it, you know, it was called The Bye-Bye Man for some reason, and all I can think of is this photoshopped version that went across the internet. The only thing I can remember when I think of this movie is it was called, there was a, the title was instead called The Pee Pee Poo Poo Man. <laughs> is that where that comes from? Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, I've heard yeah, that, yeah. and I'm like, where did this start? What is this? It's so funny. I actually, like, that came out when I was still living with my friend Tim in college, and I think about that all the time, because I think the Pee Pee Poo Poo Man is so funny. Oh, that's so much better. I've never heard of Bye Bye Man, but... It's the, the Bye Bye Man? Like, the Bye Bye Man. Seriously? That's so bad. Like, like I, I've seen so a lot of awful. stupid horror movies, but I haven't even heard of or seen that one. Oh, boy. You gotta do I it. Gotta, I gotta... Okay, gotta I'm looking it. up if it's available anywhere, because I will watch it. And I'll let you know I next sure episode if it is as bad as we think it is. Pee-pee, poo-poo, man! Oh, you can stream it on AMC+. Ew, I didn't even know that existed. Did you know that, well, maybe you didn't even know that the Fitchburg Theater changed from AMC, but they switched it to New Vision Cinema, and now it's back to being an AMC? They're just all over the place. Is it called Star again? No. It's been through so many changes. And of course, I had a gift card for New Vision Cinema, and now it's not worth anything. So that's great. That's I know. (laughs) Yeah, it was New Vision's, like, for maybe five years. And of course, I mean, I did get the gift card, like, two years ago. But uh, with COVID, I was like, okay, like, I wasn't going to movies for a while. 
And then when I started going back, Laura and I had our popcorn bucket for Marcus theaters anyway. So we just started going back there. I'm like, oh, I'll just use the yeah. the AMC. Well, and Marcus the, has the recliners. I don't know. If the, I think Star the one or... in Fitchburg does too now. I'm going to keep calling it Star. Yeah. Oh, I'm... I still call it Star too. But the thing that sucks about that movie theater is you have to pay to reserve your tickets online and you don't have to with Marcus. So I just always go to Marcus theaters. Yeah. Also, you live close enough to the West Point yeah. one. Yeah. I mean, I love. I live closer to the Fitchburg one. It would be really convenient. Yeah, but, but you live close enough. Yeah. Enough. Close enough. I just, I've just learned to prefer Marcus Theaters, our little yeah, Midwest like theater chain. <laughs> yeah, we've got... You probably have AMC out there, don't you? We have AMC, but there's another one that I can't remember what's near us. Movie theaters. Movie theaters near me. Well, that didn't work, but... Uh, yeah, AMC. There's one other. It's not Marcus, obviously. It's mostly AMC, but there is one other one that I can't remember. Maybe I'm just losing my mind. I feel like there's gotta be something else out there. Oh, Regal. And Cinemark. That's what it is. That sounds familiar. Why do I feel like I've been to a Regal cinema before? I don't know. I wonder if they had those in Nebraska. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Eh, anyway. Yeah. Most of the LA ones specifically are AMC, but the ones near my sister are Cinemarks and Regals and stuff. Uh, decom mission for the week. Oh, um... Eat a candy cane, because I really like candy canes, and I have a bunch of candy canes. I had a candy cane last night and my hot cocoa. Yeah, it's the best thing. I bought... So, for cocoa, the best thing actually to do is to just get those little mini candy canes. Oh, yeah? And just drop them in there. That's what I did with my big candy cane, because I didn't have any mini ones, so I just put a big one in there, and the whole thing melted. I'm like, stir it around. so good. And I did it with oat milk. Yeah. It was so good. Yep. Yeah. You do that. If you got the big one and you want... And you don't want all of the candy cane, what you do is you melt, like, the bottom... You, like, hook it over the side of the Oh, my gosh. Yes. That's what I did, too. the bottom half melts. And the bottom half melts, and then you've got the top half. I really like candy canes. I really like peppermint things. Surprisingly, not a big fan of peppermint tea just as a base. <laughs> Don't know why. I think it's because I equate it to, like, being sick. Um, probably. Yeah. That's probably it. But I love candy yeah. canes. I, like, have candy canes. Just I, Candy canes are the best ornament, also. You can just hang them on yes. your tree. I will say I'm not a big fan of peppermint candy canes. I like the flavored ones, which I thought was going to be really weird. And hot chocolate because I'm like, what did what flavored one did you cherry chocolate? (laughs) No, it's not as bad as you think it is. I've had no, I've had cherry candy canes. They taste like medicine. I've had I I used to experiment experiment with uh, flavored candy canes a lot. I had the Starburst ones. I have had the chocolate ones. I love all cherry flavored things like cherry soda. Ooh. I love cherry flavored stuff. Cherry slushies, cherry lollipops, cherry Jolly Ranchers. Like those are my favorite flavors. The cherry candy canes. There's just something in my. I probably just in my brain. With like cold, but like I think there's like you a, and cold a mint. Again. that's it like the thing is because it i feel like it should be peppermint so my brain tastes the peppermint whether it's there or not and that makes it taste like cold medicine there was something else i had that tasted like cold medicine oh i tried to make a cherry vanilla dr pepper with our bubbly syrups yeah. no Mm-mm. oh no Mm-mm. Mm-mm. no anyway candy yeah. canes. so uh also we'll make it into a hot chocolate Dip it in, yeah, and uh, tell us what flavor candy cane you use, and uh, if you <laughs> like it or not. 
Are you team peppermint uh, candy cane or are you team uh, fruity flavored candy cane? <laughs> oh, I've just had so much, so many bad ones. Uh, anyway, we will see you for the next one, which is the last Christmas one, which is Christmas again. Yay. I'd say I'm excited, but I'm really not. <laughs> so. Talk to you next time. Right. Bye. Bye. Bye.